just because a project was put aside or buried or even extended into its classification into a more archived setting doesn't mean that it was canceled or scrapped. There's some cases and there's some instances which I'm going to talk about in this episode where they've intentionally had to put secret experiments aside and secret technologies aside simply because they could not test here on Earth. But I'll get to that a little bit later. So Blackburn is a project that oversees all of the absolutely classified need-to-know eyes-only projects. And the reason for that is because there comes a point where Blackburn is responsible for erasing or making sure that nobody ever finds out what they worked on. Now, I know that sounds very typical, and I know that sounds a little bit, I guess you could say, regurgitated. But Blackburn is the overarching umbrella that essentially takes care of all of these projects. So let's jump right into it. I'm going to get into a, a handful of different things. So I just want to say very quickly, some of it is from a list from LiveScience.com. They've put together a great list because it just so happens that it co uh, coincides with some of the research I've done as well. So I'll let you know the ones from Live Science, then I'll let you know the ones that I found on my own as well. So the first one, according to Live Science, is an eye-blinding rifle. This is nothing new. It's just a rifle that would essentially blind you. Now, you might think, okay, how is this any different than the heart attack gun? Well, the difference is, is that this eye-blinding rifle was also made to cause you to hallucinate. And this was a weapon that they decided was not necessarily needed, at least for now. And it doesn't seem like something that's been used in the battlefield yet, unless we don't know about it. But it's not so much a weapon made for the typical battlefield. It's made more for asymmetrical warfare. And what I mean by that is that it is a weapon made to stretch across very long distances. So even though it may not accomplish their mission, it'll help bring them one step forward to accomplishing their objective. And so what this gun does is from many miles away, you don't even need to be a good sharpshooter. It, it auto-corrects itself, sort of like auto-aligns itself, and it uses artificial intelligence to know where you're targeting. So not only is this probably a continuation of the heart attack gun, but as a matter of fact, it's even merged. And so to call it an eye-blinding rifle, I think is a little bit of an outdated term because what they've done is they've put all of these disarming and disabling capabilities into one gun. Okay, and now the new name of the gun is called Phaser, P-H-A-S-R, because it covers so many different things and it does so many different things. Not only does it, can it give you a heart attack, it can also give you, uh, it can make you faint, it can put you in a coma, it can make you suddenly have a seizure, it can make you blind, it can make you hallucinate. This is an incredible weapon that could be used against world leaders and other adversaries of the United States. And I'm not saying this is a good thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. All I'm saying is that, again, it needs to be used with the right precaution and at the most deemed to be worthy moments. But that's it. Other than that, you're just abusing it. So 
by the way, phaser stands for personal halting and stimulation response rifle. So you see it encompasses and it covers a whole slew of things. The next one I want to talk about is a laser induced plasma channel. And trust me, it gets better from here. So this utilizes the technology from Project Thor that I did an episode on a few weeks ago where I talked about how they can harness weapons and bullets and missiles to launch lightning strikes. But the difference here is that this is a laser-induced plasma weapon that allows for lightning to not be harnessed from the sky above or from the atmosphere, but to be generated within its own system. And this shoots out simply lightning rods, essentially. And But it's so targeted. It's even more targeting than that of a bullet on a sniper rifle. The next one is, again, this is according to LiveScience.com, is bat bombs. Now, you might say, okay, what's the, like, what's the catch here? Like, that sounds silly. There's a lot of silly projects that don't sound so silly when you realize the context in which they're using it in. Now, the idea of the bat bombs was that you, they would arm all of the bats almost around the world and put these bombs inside of their bodies and actually go even further than that and allow these bats to procreate and reproduce and have children born with these bombs in them i kid you not and these bombs always remain dormant unless they wanted to activate them therefore all the bats in the world bats are animals they can infiltrate different countries in in ways that humans can't and so what these bats are are made for is that when they give birth to their kids i'll say this one more time when they give birth to their kids those children are born with a microscopic artificial biotechnological implant within them that actually is a napalm bomb and they don't even know it and so the interesting thing about this is that all you have to do and all the military had to do was implant these bombs and infuse these bombs into a certain amount of bats and then eventually it would just spread all over the world of course it would take probably many years but the idea of course is that it's constantly procreating and reproducing on its own so they don't need to worry about literally catching bats and implanting bombs in them and this is going on to, this is a thing to this very day by the way and so they've kind of backtracked on whether or not they still have it or the program is still available which is why once it gets put legally into the blackburn um classification you can no longer speak about it publicly and that's why they kind of throw it in there every time they get questioned on something that may have leaked out and they realize that the the press is pushing them too much they push it into the blackburn file and then that blackburn file legally obligates according to the supreme court and other secret courts too by the way which I'll be doing an episode on in the future, that they don't need to speak about it ever. They can deny its existence. Again, it's bending the laws to work for your classification of will, right? Next, we have, according to Live Science, is kill-proof human soldiers. Now, this might seem a little bit ridiculous, but the idea was that they were going to take the genes and the genetics from an octopus and implant it 
into soldiers combined with biotechnology that gets implanted into their genes and into their bloodstream that allows them to not only self-heal, but also allows them to adjust the way in which they want to heal or perform a capability using their mind. So let me break this down very quickly for you. They would essentially tell themselves, listen, I, to, I, I need super strength at this particular moment or I need an advanced, uh, I need to be able to run very quickly. So what happens is, is the energy from the biotech within the rest of the body, it's actually nanotech, what infuses and focuses its energy on that particular ability. And the brain is using internal brain waves and electrical impulses to connect with itself. And a lot of people don't realize if you harness those electrical impulses just enough, it's kind of like harnessing a certain frequency on a radio. Once you tune into that right frequency or that, that correct electrical impulse, you can message and control yourself and be able to extend yourself with supernatural abilities so to speak, that would allow you to do this. Now, the question then becomes, okay, can this now be used to actually manifest yourself into possibly another realm or create some type of vibrational energy that would allow you to do that? I don't know. I don't know. It certainly seems like it would be the next step. But ultimately, what we do know right now is that the ability to self-heal and all that, we don't know if it's been... Uh, a failed experiment, a successful one. All we know is that it's been put into the Blackburn project file. That's it. The next one is very simple. Again, LiveScience.com. Great, great list they put together here is hallucinogenic artillery rounds. Now, this is something that they've had since the 50s. And I quote, the CIA investigated the use of psychoactive substances such as LSD under MKUltra project. One of the non-lethal weapons developed was the BZ bomb, a cluster bomb filled with the hallucinogen 3-quincindial benzylate. One army recruit who underwent experiments with the substance described experiencing some bizarre dreams as well as feeling restless, having trouble focusing, and suffering headaches. The plan was ultimately scrapped because BZ's effect on the psyche was not reliable, according to an article in the Quarterly Journal of the Harvard Sussex Program. Now, end quote. This is what usually happens when they've made a major breakthrough. And in some cases, they actually do put these projects away and say, screw it, we're not going to use it. But then in other cases, they, they claim they didn't, it didn't end up working in order to push it into a more classified area of the of, of, of Blackburn. And so what happens here is that th these hallucinogenic weapons or hallucinogen weapons, they're not per se anything out of the ordinary. But what they've been able to do is they've been able to utilize these weapons along with a technology that I did an episode on where you can slow down time within that particular person's mind and make them feel like they're suffering for God knows how long and using these rounds to just add to that. And so people might think it's not a big deal, but basic hallucinogenic weapons can go a very long way. That's what I can tell you. The next thing, and I'm, I'm saving this one for last, by the way, has to do with... An iceberg. 
Now, sorry, this isn't the last one. This is the second last one. What do you mean by an iceberg? Well, back during World War II, Winston Churchill, according to LifeScience.com and many other sites too, wanted to create a boat that was literally an iceberg. But here's the difference. It w- he wanted there to be nanotech that merged actual hardware with the iceberg in order to create a ship that could actually be functioning and have the perception of ice being all around, but it not actually being cold. And so the idea behind this is that this would be a way in which would it would look like a natural structure or a natural part of the planet. And so other world governments would not be able to notice a difference. They would not even care to look because it's just an iceberg. And so this could be used mainly for, I guess you could say, spying, so to speak, more for military uh, oceanic strategy and naval strategy. But at the end of the day, it's a, it would, it's a great idea. As to whether or not it's been created, who knows? Because, again, the idea is that it looks like an iceberg. So, And to answer your question, if you're thinking they had nanotech back in the, during the days of the war, they just started to have it at that point. So, yes. The final one, and this is not from LifeScience.com, this is from my own research, is a very, very intriguing experiment. And this is probably the most closely kept secret within the Blackburn file and within those who know about Blackburn. Um, it's essentially a nanotech slash artificially biologically created being that looks similar to the, I guess you could say the aliens from the film Arrival with Jeremy Renner and Amy Adams. And what this being does is it's essentially a being that is anywhere from 30 to 50 feet tall that follows around their quote-unquote master. And the master, which is would be, I guess, a military soldier, would control this type of being or technology, whichever one you want to call it, using brainwaves, essentially being its, its, its pet, I guess you could call it, except it's extremely weaponized, not with missiles, not even close, with technology that defies what we think of to be as the traditional scientific standard. So I guess you could call it pseudoscience. And so it uses lasers projectiles, weapons that are invisible to the human eye. And the reason why it does this is because this was made, I believe, to roam other planets. Now, the reason why I say this is not because I'm just trying to interpret it or extrapolate or just try to come up with something. No, the reason why I say this is because, and I'm putting the article up right now, this experiment is so classified, they don't want to test it on Earth. Maybe they can't. Because they're afraid it'll, it'll get leaked. And so what do they do? They test it on the moon. And so this brings up a whole different subject, which is that are there still people on the moon? Why haven't we been back? Blah, blah, blah. Here's the thing. From the research I've been able to find, this project, this particular one, where brainwaves control this octopus-like sort of uh, tentacle creature, has been experimented with as little as possible on Earth, and that's one of the reasons why Space Force is created in order to go back to the moon 
and beyond. So the idea is that this would sort of be like an overwatcher for humans when they would go when we would go explore other planets. And it's been rumored, by the way, that this is actually being used in the secret space program for breakaway civilizations, but I'll talk about that in another episode. But the idea here is that this would sort of be like the guard dog of the soldiers. Not only that, but it would be able to melt rock using its nuclear capabilities. It would be able to uh, produce force fields around itself and its master or soldier. And so this would ultimately be the sort of massive robot-like kind of machines you see in the movies when a country gets invaded in like a sci-fi movie or a planet gets invaded or something like that. But the interesting thing is that it has a mind of its own, but it doesn't. It uses AI along with nanotech, biotech, and natural biological abilities and, and genetics and science. And it merges everything into one. I would dare to say that this particular project or experiment, I don't even know what it's called to tell you the truth, would probably be the most or one of the most classified secret experiments the U.S. is ever doing. And in a certain way, it's unfortunate that I have to say this, but the research points to this. There's a reason why we haven't been back to the moon, and I think it's because, again, there have been cover-ups. I've done episodes on it um, where they've said that they've been where certain Apollo 18, 19 failed, but they really went. And so we've been going back to the moon many, many times over the last 50, 60 years. It's just been so closely held as a secret because of the fact that they want to experiment with this on the moon. And the reason why they come out with it publicly now with Space Force wanting to go back to the moon in a, in a few years or so is because of the fact that they want to slowly prepare this for what's to come. Because remember, they don't get complacent. Once a project such as this one is completed, they move on to the next one. And then they worry about or they concern themselves with introducing that project, the former project, to society in 50 to 70 or 100 years after they've completed that. And that's when they start boasting. So everything you see the military bragging about now, they've had for 50 plus years at the very least. And so they've made tremendous uh, strides. The question is, will they use this for good or bad? And again, it comes down to a moral perspective. We can't control it. All I can do is present you guys the information. So let me know what you guys think. It's a very interesting thing to look at, and it's very intriguing regardless of whether you think it is these weapons should even be should even exist, really. So thank you very much, and we'll catch you next time.